Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the East Go to 11. Once again, Nathan Bell. Joining me as always, Zach Bartle. Zach, what's going on, man? Welcome to the Gut Check Podcast. <laughs> I say that, of course, because we are wrestling with simple technology in a way that usually only myself and uh, Ted Arnold Cluck can, can do it. But somehow you've joined our ranks now. So Dude, yeah. welcome. Thank you. I, I, I feel um, honored and, uh, you know, uh, dejected and, as you put it, thoroughly <laughs> defeated. Um. Dude, just embrace the rage is what you want to do. Just hold it close to your bosom. <laughs> and release at the appropriate time. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, dude, I'm I'm not feeling super wonderful today either. I, I am happy. I took the day, the, the afternoon anyway, off to hang out with my, my son because he's got spring break or spring yeah it's a spring break so it's christmas break <laughs> which yeah. is actually christmas break because he's at a christian school and uh and it's not it's not some happy holidays break like some sellout would do right right but uh <laughs> i so so we watched voltron oh right? nice the rest of voltron yeah yeah guess how how do you think how do you think it ends this is the last season this is the whole end of everything how do you think they're gonna they end the new Voltron? And I'm I I don't care. This isn't this isn't really a, a spoiler proper. I'm saying after they've resolved the plot and everything, right? How would you have ended it? You know, I mean, I would have you know kind of done maybe like a prologue or something. You know, showing like you know what happens in the future and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That that would have been yeah, a little epilogue for each character maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, they did that. They had toyed a little bit with the, you know, continual normalization of kind of the gay agenda in, in children's programming. I don't know if you caught any of that. No, um, cause I haven't seen it yet. So, okay. Well, they did it in a way that was like, kids wouldn't really notice, you know, like okay. Shiro, the main guy is like pining over a dude. And you know, my, my son, I think assumed it was his brother or just his good friend or something. And there's a couple things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, rando out of the blue, the final piece of the epilogue, mm-hmm. it's all like, okay, this is what Pidge did. This is what Lance did. And then they show uh, the the main guy, yep. the original Black Lion pilot, in a tuxedo with another dude in a tuxedo. And it says, Shiro found love and got married. And the two guys, like, open mouth kiss on the screen for five seconds. And then that's the end of the series. Dude. And my kid's like, what just happened? And I'm like, dude, I do not know. Oh my yeah. word! Yeah, that was it. Was real subtle, and uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> so anyway, and I'm sitting in a, a car that's running because it's cold up here, and so if I start getting a little woozy, man, I want you to make sure I don't fall asleep. <laughs> that's right. right. <laughs> don't put the windows down. Don't put the windows down. Well, I'm outside, so putting the windows down would actually probably help. Help. <laughs> <laughs> Give you a little fresh air. <laughs> Oh man! So man, let's let's talk about you know what will bring us up, both what's, of us. What's that? Talk a little uh, about our our great accomplishments in the podcasting realm over the over the past uh, year here. I think I think you're right. I think that'll that'll help us out. I think that'll get us going. Um, before we do that, we of course want to you know uh, thank Mission Aware. We're winding down the year. Hopefully, people got out and they were able to order all their gifts off Mission Aware, give them to their friends and family, and you know just to have a good time with them and. Um, you know, order the gift cards. You know, as always, we uh, we love hanging with Mission Aware and their sponsorship and supporting and all that good stuff. So uh, don't forget to check out Mission Aware. Uh, don't want to belabor it because we do want to talk about the new year. We want to talk about things that are going to happen, but we do want to talk about the old year. 
We want to talk about 2018 and some of the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm going to start us off here, Zach, and I'm just going to say I'm super excited that you were able to come on and join um, as host on the podcast and uh, just be there and bring some class and character to this thing. Because when uh, when Greg was on, it was uh, you know there, there just wasn't that there wasn't any class or character. So. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna I'm gonna say uh, thank you, and uh, you're right, you're, <laughs> you know, um, and and I, I think a level of intelligence as well that that you hadn't quite reached uh, with Greg, <laughs> That's as right. well as. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to say handsomeness per se, but uh, but that wouldn't be handsome wrong. Adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I don't know. You know, I've I've heard your uh, actually one of my uh, favorite apps ever was the one where where uh, you guys went over your year mm-hmm. and and sang my praises because I'd been a guest. You know, so I, I listen to that every morning to, to pump me up. <laughs> that but just I gets don't you know going, if, huh? If, if I'm supposed to have these uh, some apps picked out, but I did I did scroll through, uh, and I acknowledge that there were some Steve Hartland apps before I came on in like late February. Yeah, and uh, I'm just going to ignore those. <laughs> those those didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I assume those are your favorites. They're not mine. <laughs> that was uh, that was PB pre Bartles, right. Before the program got saved, you know? <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Uh, dude, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely, I think that was one of the highlights of this year. Uh, definitely going into, you know, um, early on. You started, was it uh, the beginning of April or the beginning of March? I think it was like, yeah, I think it was early in March. I, I was early thinking March. maybe late February, but it could have been early March, yeah. Okay, okay, so yeah, early March. So yeah, I mean, it really was, you know, early in the year, and uh, we have been... Uh, I'm expecting a little party, you know, when it's been one year. That's right, <laughs> that's right. You can, uh, don't hold your breath for that, but... Uh... <laughs> well, I, I assume the listeners will throw it. It'll be a sad online party. Oh, there you go. <laughs> the, it'll it'll kind of be like uh, birthday wishes on Facebook. It'll just, hey, happy one year. <laughs> Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll like set up a fundraiser and like no one will give to it. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. So, so yeah, I, uh, my birthday was a few days ago and I had been seeing that all year. People, you know, Oh, donate to this cause, donate to that cause. Instead of giving me a present, donate to, I totally didn't do that. I was like, no man, I, you know, I, I want a gift. I mean, it's my birthday. You can give me the gift. Right, and, yeah, and like ninety five percent of the people who see your uh, your fundraiser, they weren't going to give you a gift anyway. Right, right. right. <laughs> people uh, are like, I, I see like some guy I went to high school with. I talked to him like a half of a time until like he friended me a year ago, and I'm like, dude, I'm not. I'm, I'll give exactly as much to your fundraiser as I was going to give you. Right. <laughs> I'll double it. I'll I'll double what I was getting. Yeah, you know what? I'm feeling generous. I'll double it. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. I I find those uh, find those hysterical. So I uh, totally ignored it. Didn't do it, and just uh, kind of let the day roll by. But um, yeah. But you know, dude, what'd you hit, man? Thirty-seven, thirty-eight, thirty-nine, thirty-seven, thirty-seven. All right. So. Enjoy these. Enjoy these years, man. Listen, there's not really a quantitative. No. 
there is a quantitative difference. That's what numbers are. There's not really a qualitative <laughs> difference in, in how you feel. And I'm telling you this from the bottom of my heart, when you're 37 and when you're 40, except it, it, there is. It's in your head, and you know it's in your head, but you can't get it out of your head. Yeah. And, man, you know, it's I, – I swear – the moment I hit 40, I started having aches and pains. And I'm like, I know bodies don't start breaking down at 40 years. It's just in my mind. Right. <laughs> but, and at 37, you could even play some, uh, you like, you know, word games, number number games, algebra, if you will, and say uh, it's still your mid-30s, right? Right, right. 35, 36, 37, late 30s or 38 and 39. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you are in your prime. And I'm, and I'm, uh, you know, I've been, um, I've actually been hitting the gym hard and uh, trying to work out and stuff. So my goal is before, if before the end of the year, I can be back up to, instead of walking the six miles that I do every day, running the six miles that I do every day, I'll be happy with that. So that's, nice. that's my goal by the end of the year to kind of get myself going into, you know, those later thirties is, is being able to, to hit that again and, and do that. So we'll, we'll see how that happens. You know, what might also help just pick somebody who's like 15 years younger than you and in great shape and just make a goal of beating that guy down, you know, there before, you <laughs> before you turn 38 <laughs> to help the old confidence. That's you know? right. That's right. Just build me back up again. <laughs> You sneak up on them, you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the ninja move. <laughs> right. Pull out your blowgun and get him from a distance, whatever. Put a little curare on it. <laughs> All right, you lost me. I don't know what that means. Uh, Let just... me go ask the Sifu. I'm right outside <laughs> right. my son's uh, dojo here. Nice. Nice. Oh, man. So, yeah, going back to uh, to the Eps, so that was definitely... Yeah, let's make uh, much of us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is what this is about, right? This is about you and me, man. Um, that one... Dude, the, the two that we had with Turkish on this year, both of those... Turk. Those were great. The one that we did on the Infinity War and then the one we did on Daredevil. Loved those. So much Nerd fun. Nerdfest. Yes, Absolutely. Um, I think anytime we do them about movies or shows, I was um, talking to a good buddy of mine, Nathan, who does the other podcast, the uh, the movie review podcast, and he said, you know, I got a chance to listen to the Dragon Prince podcast you guys did. I really loved it, thought it was, you know, really well done and thought out, so kudos to us on that one. We had a uh, professional, uh, you know, critic telling us we did a good job on that, so uh, that was definitely a good one and fun one, and then... Um, Two out of two Nathans use the go to eleven. You know, <laughs> who who could be wrong with two out of two Nathans, right? <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, and then of course, um, I've got to say, you know, we, I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. I know we've talked about it off air, but when you and I get together and do the podcasts, it's good. But when you, Greg, and I get together and do the podcasts, those are great. And so, dude, my two favorite. And there's only been like four, maybe five. Yeah. But my two favorite, Halloween. Yes. And which was great. That was the one where he kept getting murdered. Yes. And then, of course, say what's in this verse? That's and I know that's really recent, but uh, <laughs> holy crap, that one, that one's an instant classic. Oh man, absolutely. <laughs> if that doesn't become like. Uh, an actual tradition for people to listen to, you know, a growing 
slow cult following tradition over the ages that people gather their children around the hearth. <laughs> you know, uh, and and you know, in, in another podcast, uh, we we put together a uh, a commentary for Die Hard, and I had a couple people say they 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 liked it so much they were going to do that every year. Nice. And I say to those people, yes, sure, but also in order to uh, either get warmed up for that or after you've gotten warmed up by that, pull out, say what's in this verse, and uh, listen to that because it's pretty much the most brilliant uh, discussion of Christmas music. <laughs> I don't I don't know that I'm overshooting it at all when I say ever. <laughs> I, I think you're right on there. I, I, I don't think it's too much to say that. I think you're right on. So tell me, what are, what are some that come to your mind? Um, some others that come to your mind, I should say. I really like one where we decided on a topic, but then I started randomly like white boy rapping some Michael, no, some uh, some Toby McKeon. Yes. And we just completely went off script, and we talked about like 90s Christian music for an hour and 10 minutes. Yes. That was great. <laughs> that was. Uh, Christ, it, it was selling, why, why is it selling out? You know, that was our whole topic, Christian yep. music and selling out. Like, what? Why? why do people get so down on music, great music from a great era, which yeah. wasn't great music, but it was just as great as anything else from that era. Right. Absolutely. Totally agree. Was that, do you have a list? Was that on your list? That was, yeah. That one was definitely Wouldn't on my list. Wouldn't it be cute if our lists were the same? <laughs> it would be special. <laughs> <laughs> you go. You go now. All right. See, here's the thing. You're bringing a different energy today. You're bringing like the, uh, I'm trying not to swear at my computer energy. That is. <laughs> and I'm bringing my, in half an hour... Me and my boy are going to go and literally eat a boat of sushi. They bring it to you on a small wooden boat. Oh, my word. And by that, that I mean a amazing. large wooden boat. That sounds amazing. <laughs> sounds absolutely amazing. Um, all right. So the uh, other one that we did that I'm thinking of, the uh, the one on gun control that we did, um, really, you know, I, I enjoyed that one. I thought it was good. I thought it was, um, I thought it was well-timed, too. You know, there's so many people that – you know, they're like, oh, well, it's too soon to talk about it or it's too late to talk about it. I felt like we brought it at a good time. You know, um, we were Goldilocks zone. Yeah, exactly. And and with it, I feel like it wasn't um, I, don't, I don't think we were beating people over the head, you know, like, oh, you need to think this way. I think it was just, you know, this is this is our perspective on it. This is what we think about it, you know, um, and I think people just need to be more reasonable and rational when discussing it. Um, you know, so so that's that's one that comes to my mind as, you know, one that really stuck out to me as as one that we did that was well done. So um, what's another one that you got? All right, one that was not really well done on my part, but is still fun to listen to is uh, it was called uh, plagiar something about plagiarism. Oh, um, yeah. It wasn't that long ago. It was a couple couple months ago, maybe. uh Late summer. Yep. Okay, I mean, it was wild. Uh, but we, we, you you sent me an article. Yep. And you're like, let's talk about this because a lot of people are talking about it uh, right now. It's kind of a fresh thing and it's interesting. It's right up our alley. I skimmed the article. And what I had seen when I skimmed it was that there was a church that was like an up-and-coming wannabe mega church that decided they were going to stop showing YouTube clips of, like, famous pastors and instead wanted somebody who kind of spoke in the style of one of these famous pastors. Yes. So 
we start going and, and, and you're kind of really down on it. And I'm going, well, hold on a minute. I'm trying to be diplomatic. I'm fighting my natural, you know, inclination to, to knock everything down for funsies. And then as you're talking, I start reading the article here and there, looking for a particular quote that I had seen. And I realize, no, 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 no. This is actual plagiarism. And that's why Nathan's getting so down on this church. Right. They literally want someone to come and preach word for word like sermons that they saw on Stephen Furtick's Twitter feed yesterday and, and, and just do it themselves. Yeah. And so I had to like try to take that turn like mid app. And, and I, I, I always, I always listened in. I, and I know I put out a lot of content every week, uh, between, uh, teaching, preaching and, uh, well, good grief, three or four podcasts. In addition to that, um, <laughs> But I always try to listen to stuff because I want to, as someone who speaks a lot, I want to keep away from vocal tics. I want to see if I have a tendency to not listen to somebody or mishear them or, you know, you know just I just want to double check on myself. So yeah, yeah. I go back and listen to it later and I thought it was hilarious <laughs> just listening to myself like flip flopping because I'm defending something because I misunderstand it. And then all of a sudden I'm like. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. This is terrible. <laughs> and I could hear, you know, all the, the people who want us to disagree all the time, and they're always disappointed that we don't. We're so happy that we didn't agree. Right. And then as soon as I realized what was actually going on, we did. <laughs> it just came full circle, baby. It just came full circle. <laughs> oh, man. Um so a couple that I'm thinking of, I think early on, and I don't know that there was anything that really could have been done about this, is I think some of those earlier ones were ones where you and I were getting our, our groove. Um, I, I, I remember there was one that we did, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was one we did at the end of April, and you and I were just texting each other. Oh, it was the one that we did on, um, on our favorite... Uh, like uh, books or, or pastors, uh, dead or alive. Uh -huh. And you and I, right. we kind of like came back and, and it was at that point where it was like, hey, this, this one was really good. Like out of all the ones we've done so far, this one was really good. And so I think some of those earlier ones, we were just trying to find our groove and our niche. We didn't want to like, you know, we didn't want to come out sounding like me and Greg. We didn't want to come out sounding like you and Ted. We wanted to find our own voice in there. And how you and like I, Stella, we had to get our groove. That's back. That's right, really. we had to get the groove back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, you know, I feel like it, it was about that April stride where we hit it, and we were like, "Yeah, this is, you know, we, we we've got our own mix now. We've got our own thing going on now." So, um, you know, that's just kind of uh, some of the ones that were popping into my mind. And again, I don't really remember them specifically, but I do remember it was kind of like, "Yeah, it was good. It was fun." But there was that one that we just hit it, and it was like, ah, this, this is it. This is this is where we got it. So, yeah, I thought a good earlier one was the the exile one. Yes, the the guy had written about how we Christians have to get ready to live in exile. Yes, I do and, remember uh, that one. There's a there's a certain you know tendency right now to go all to one side, um, and I think we nuanced that one pretty nice, like uh, nuance Piper. And we, we came in with, uh, yes, it is going to get worse in certain ways. Yes, the culture is slowly turning against us, but don't 
scream the sky is falling. You're right. just making it worse. And right. uh, I, I think we, we took a long trip around kind of that whole concept and looked at it from a lot of different angles. That was a that was a pretty decent that was a pretty decent deal. And and another uh, like the first one that, that Greg was on after I started, mm-hmm. uh, where he came and talked about his sabbatical. Yeah, dude, that was some heavy stuff and some really good stuff. Like that was good for me. Yeah, I was, I was like, if if we deleted the audio and no one ever heard it again, I'm glad we did this. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know, I think those are the things that you know we 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 like we like bringing to the podcast is the realism. You know, I remember um, doing one. I think it was shortly before you came on with Steve Hartland with one of the guys from Cutlass. Um, the the music group and he was talking about how uh, he had just grown up and you know just kind of opened up about his story and being abused as a child and you know like there there's a sense of realism that I think we get on this podcast which is nice uh, at times you know and that's not that's not always we you know we do have our moments where you know we look at the uh, reformed pastoral staff and compare them to who we would put in the Daredevil cast. And we have fun with those, and I and I enjoy those. But I also I really, thought that was serious. Oh, that <laughs> I took that very seriously. You didn't. <laughs> uh, uh, I took the research on it seriously. <laughs> you did all, all forty minutes of it. That's right. You you give me too much credit, sir. <laughs> all four minutes of it. That's right. <laughs> I was gonna say, take out that zero. <laughs> um, no, but now, I want to point out: you talk about Cutlass. We neither of us has said any of the, any of the times we had a guest on. <laughs> so fun. We thrive with 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 a, in a vacuum. But I did. I had jotted down uh, Donor C. Yes. Um, I'm trying to remember. He had a, he had a he had a funky name. What was it? It was. Uh, uh, it was. Um, dang it, uh, Gret Geisler. Geiler. Yes. Yes. And that was one I went in like a hardcore cynic going, okay, I think this sounds weird. Mm-hmm. And what is this guy doing? And and why do you need to fix something that maybe isn't as broken as everyone wants to make it? And within like 20 minutes of him laying out what they do, I was like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. Yeah. And it was really cool to, to hear his passion and and get introduced to that and help him be able to spread the word about it. Yeah. No, I agree and I think I think there are so many things that people just don't realize about uh when you know when they do donations or they give to causes there's so many nuances of where the money's going and and people don't realize it. I feel like you know you look at um I, I I'll just uh, use Goodwill for an example. You know, you look at Goodwill and you think, oh, I feel good. I'm donating my stuff there. I'm going and buying from there. But you look at the percentage that's going to CEOs and uh, things mm-hmm. like that. And it's just like you're you're really it, – it's such a drop in the bucket of being able to actually help um, that it's ridiculous. But you look at what Gret's doing and see, man, all the money that we are providing is actually going to helping these people – and and truly making a difference, um, and and to me, you know, that's that's where we should be at. Is is what can we be doing to help and make a difference in people's lives? You know, and it's what I love about it is it's not they're not just about throwing money at the problem. They're about providing real solutions for these people. You know, so it's not oh we're not going to just send over these you know hundreds of thousands of dollars to this nameless group or organization it's this money's going to this particular thing 
and they have to meet these criteria in order to be brought into the program. And so even on Gret's end, he's making sure that the people who are requesting the money are doing what they're supposed to be doing with it. And what was beautiful about it was the like the one on one um, completely democratic accountability model. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're, I gave the, the 70 bucks for, you know, that typhoid shot that doesn't make sense probably but you know what i mean for yeah. whatever the, whatever the yeah. thing to help the and and now you show me you doing it you know i mean yeah that's that is just next level stuff like it couldn't have existed five years ago right and and here we are with somebody not only saying you know i have these ideas all the time i don't know about you nathan brilliant ideas like someone should do this yes you know I, this happens and half the time it's stupid if you think it through it doesn't work sometimes <laughs> it's not stupid in this case this guy had to not only go you know someone ought to do this but go I- i'm gonna do it and right. i'm gonna actually kind of risk it all at the moment to do it and that, that's pretty awesome yes yeah and it, it really is like when you go on to the website and you see the things that he's doing and you see the follow-up and the accountability that's going through it it, it really is good and you know that what your money is going to is making a difference in people's lives. And so it's definitely great on that end. There was one that I was thinking about that um, talk about one of the really good ones. I'm going to talk about one of the really um, bad ones. Um, and this Uh-oh. is, this is my opinion. Um, the one we did <laughs> with, um, let me see if I can find his name here. Um, Evan Davids, the atheist. Um, Oh, to find his name, did you look on like the bestseller list of the New York Times? <laughs> no, his his book was sitting here on the pile, much like Greg's book was. Your books were sitting in Greg's pile. Um, Why'd you do that? Why'd you have to do that? Why'd you have to go there? I just Nathan? I just had to bring it up. I just had to. I'm the Evan. What's his name in this scenario? <laughs> just in Greg's mind. Just in Greg's mind. You're you're Gret in my mind. <laughs> you know what? I actually went back and listened to that one again uh-huh. uh, after we last talked about it. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't know. Was it really that bad? And on the end, I, I don't think it was a bad conversation. I just think he was he di- he didn't want to go go into it, even though he had contacted you. Right. And said, I know what your website or your uh, podcast is about and I want to be on it. He didn't go into it with any kind of open mind. Right. Um. I mean, we didn't go into it with open mind of, hey, maybe we'll be atheists at the end of this thing. Right. But I think we both went into it saying, let's hear what you have to say as far as building your case. Right. And he didn't really say much of anything as far as building his case. Right. He just kind of kept saying, yeah, Christianity is really stupid and backwards. Right. Oh, oh do you care to elaborate? elaborate. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'll talk more about how stupid and backwards it is. So it, it wasn't a failing on our part, I don't think. Yeah. Um, I, I just feel like he wasn't honest about what he wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think, I think in terms of like a failing though, like that's probably something because in all fairness to you, you, you had, um, you know, you were kind of like, ah, I, I don't know if we should do this or not. And you would put up a couple warnings. Um, and I, had, I had pushed a little more for it. Um, and so probably in hindsight, I would have gone back and been like, yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't. I don't know that this is necessarily going to be a productive conversation. Um, I mean, yeah, you, know. you couldn't know though. Like you're yeah. thinking about when you you and Greg had the the Muslim gentleman on. Yeah, and it was a good conversation. It was just like let's talk about different belief systems, yeah. and all understand a little more about them at the end of the day. You have an opportunity 
you know, you have permission, in fact, a mandate from that person to articulate the gospel. Right. And you also, you know, kind of understand where people are coming from better. Yeah. Great. I mean, like this guy, it's like I, I already knew where armchair keyboard warrior atheists are coming from. I, I, I didn't need that. But he doesn't represent atheism. Right. I know so many people who are like, man, I got I got family um, that, that are that are very fascinated by what I do and religion in general, Christianity in particular, are atheists or agnostic and don't, you know, but, but I guess the fact that he wrote that the book with that very polemical name could have been a, a tip off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, it's actually, it's interesting cause I got, um, I I've gotten since then several requests, um, from, a publishing company about diff- having different people on um, in you know in that camp um, in the atheistic camp and so I, I've, I've got the email address and I, you know I'm holding on to it but I really you know I haven't done anything with it um, but uh, you know that it that has kind of you know spawned something there so you know it's possible that some other things could come up in the future with us but um, for now we'll just kind of leave it on the back burner and, and see where the new year goes. Um, Dude, another good one is uh, Mr. Kratz. And at this yes. point, I think we've now named uh, a good half of them. Um, but we're just that good. Uh, <laughs> but uh, when he came in with that graciousness book, oh, and yes. dude, what a joy to talk to, talking about yin and yang here. That yep. guy is just, he, he called me to ask me my opinion on something he was doing with the book, and he was, he was uh, sending out a um, book proposal and I must have talked to that guy at my church. I'm just sitting there, and then I went in uh, the chapel. I had to set up chairs, and I and I'm talking on the phone with one hand, setting up chairs with the other. I talked to him for like an hour and forty five minutes. Oh, that's so cool! Just, just nice to talk to. Really good guy. Really skilled author. Yes. And what I love in that app is when he just rando goes off on this big long thing about John Newton. Yes. And uh, just so happened to know everything there is to know about John Newton's life and. And and kind of just threw it at us, and we were like, "Whoa, awesome bonus!" Yeah, <laughs> and and that's one of the things that I I would love to have him back on just to talk about John Newton uh, because he, I mean, didn't he do like some huge study dissertation thing on John Newton, and that's why he's got so much yeah. information on that guy. Either yeah, either it was a. a... Uh, thesis or a dissertation, or maybe it was a book he was researching that he hasn't that he hasn't uh, come out with yet. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that, that, that guy's written a lot. Yeah, and uh, he's published with a lot of different um, academic and trade publishers, and and really, you know, when I think working writer, somebody who that's uh, you know just doing the work, grinding it out. I yeah. really respect that. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Like, this is what I want to say. And, you know, none of them have been, um, Donovan rushes in and says, this is the next purpose-driven life. Rather, they've been all things that there's a niche for and a need. And, and man, we need more people reading graciousness than most of what's out there. Yes. Uh, there's yes. just not this, this huge rush for it. So, yeah, his... His style really strikes me uh, as super relatable, super readable, super engaging. Yeah, dude, book that guy again. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and you know, you're talking about um, 
or we're talking about, you know, booking him. So, you know, this would be a good time to kind of segue and transition into what we're going to be doing uh, 2019. You know, I'm looking uh, to be more active on social media as much as possible. Uh, you and I will kind of sit down and talk about that because you have, you know, all that information too. So trying to be more active and more available. I think we want to try to do more uh, listener interaction because, mm-hmm. you know, we, we do have the uh, the listener requests. So, you know, Ty uh, Noblet has been huge in getting us questions and uh, we love answering those questions and, and uh, Jared um, has uh, been doing the same. And so, you know, we definitely want to be uh, more proactive in getting our listeners involved and in, in hearing what they want to hear because you and I um, can sit here and, I mean, I guess it's been working so far. People have enjoyed it just talking about the things we want to talk about. But we also want to know what our listeners want to hear about. And so we, I think, you know, being more involved on Twitter and Facebook, uh, getting, getting those suggestions and ideas from people about what they would like to hear is going to be one of the things that we're going to do. Uh, also, we do have a list of, of guests that we want to try to get back on. You know, uh, Jeff Krotz being one of them, uh, or John Krotz. John! Sorry. sorry. You, you, was, you called I, him Jeff. That's I, his I brother. Flash, right? Yeah, I flash back to Jeff, who was actually a regular on here when we first started the podcast. Um, well, so, what's he do? Should you get him on too? Nostalgia. Yeah, we should. We should try to get Jeff on. You know what would be great is if we could get... Get them uh, both on. Get them feuding. Oh, that would be so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> let's see if we could do that john i know you're listening jeff you might be listening um so let's see if we can get john and jeff on here that, that would be fun that would be fun, some fun stuff um but we you know talked about getting uh pickowitz on here again so Dude, the wits unfollowed me i think that i think i bombed that bridge i didn't even want to oh really oh man let's let's get him on and we'll make up okay We'll do we'll do a public uh, reconciling. Dude, there'll be all tears and snot and everything, <laughs> or maybe just a couple of really like sterile, very carefully crafted apologies. Like if anyone was offended by my recent <laughs> blah blah blah. Oh man, that's funny. We'll uh, we'll we'll have to see what we can do. But um, we need more Turkish. We do. Yes, absolutely. And man, you know, speaking of Turk. I got to tell you, went out and saw the new Aquaman movie today. Uh, yeah. Enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Have you seen the new Spider-Man movie? I haven't, but I heard it was fantastic. It blew my mind. I watched the trailer for Aquaman again because you know who told me to watch it was our boy Jared. Yeah. He was like, just forget everything you think you know about it. it they fix a lot of the problems the DCU has had. Mm-hmm. And I watched it and I was just like, I, I'm not. I know you're more into fantasy than I am. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't get. I can't get on board with this. And I. I said to my son, I said, "Dude, there's movies in the theater that you want to see this this uh, Christmas break. There's uh, Bumblebee, and he's like, yeah. And I'm like, Spider Man. He goes, oh yeah. And I go, and Aquaman, and he's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> but you thought it was good, huh? I did. I liked it. I. Um, so let me ask you. Uh, overall, with DC, did you enjoy? Did you enjoy any of the DC movies? Only Justice League and and Wonder Woman. I loved Wonder Woman. Okay, but uh, as far as you know, Man of Steel, Batman, uh, v- dude, I, 
I wanted to love them all. I did yeah. not go in like a lot of people with with like my mind made up. I wanted to love Suicide Squad. I, and I like the first half I kind of did. Right. Um but man they keep on just shooting themselves in the foot. I mean Wonder Woman was great. Wonder Woman 1984 I'm beyond stoked about. Yes. Um I'd like to see them do a Flash movie. And yep. Justice League it was it was quite good. It wasn't it was it was what you wanted. It was right. what you came for. It was nothing special. It was what you paid for. Yeah, and, and that's what I was um you know, I, I really what I enjoyed about Justice League is to me, um that was the Superman I wanted to see in Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. Uh was the one we got in Justice League. And unfortunately it took us three movies to get him. Um but you know, I I liked Aquaman. I thought they did a really good job with the story. It's not it's not the comic book storyline, so there's you know there are some variations in there with what's going on in the story, but it worked, and I I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Now, to give you an opposing opinion, Greg did not like it. Um, so you know you can uh, take that you know for what it's worth, but Greg you know said that he just. He didn't like it. He thought the dialogue was horrible. Um, I actually thought the character interactions between um, the two main characters were really good. But um, maybe to uh, to help yourself out, you know, go see like a five dollar matinee of it. I so. mean, I'll just watch it when it's on Netflix. I I'll see it. I I don't have any like big anything stuck in my craw, but there's a few other movies that are out right now. I'd like to see. Yeah. That one's just not high. I'm going to see the spider verse again. We're going to go and see it 3d and bring my wife this time. Sweet. I honestly think that's my, that's tied for my favorite Marvel movie. Now winter soldier and that one. That's great. The animation style, the way that it was looking like a comic, they even had like intentionally had like the defects of offset printing, you know, on the screen. It was, and the voice talent, it was everybody was somebody. You know, it was just, it was so good. And, and I honestly, dude, I loved Spider-Man Homecoming. I, I love uh, Tom Holland's Peter Parker. Yeah. But I don't need any more Peter Parker. I just want more Miles Morales. This nice. This guy, he's such a great Spider-Man. And and he's got such a cool, the fact that his dad's the, the police officer and uh, I love that they've got him like a private school student, so you have the kind of semi-independence, yep. you know, of him being uh, at boarding school, but he also lives nearby, so you can have a lot of parental interaction, which they did this with, with Robin yep. in the 90s. They, they sent him away to boarding school, which kind of opened up some new plots, and I don't know, it, I just feel like this is kind of the best of the old Peter Parker and also mixing in a very new generation vibe. I, I really liked it. Nice. And, and dude, they they recreate a bunch of the iconic scenes from not only the Tom Holland, but Andrew Garfield and McGuire um, nice. Spider-Man movies at the beginning to tie the continuity together with like everything. That's great. And the assumption is it's just happening in different multiverse, you know, universes. It was, it was good, man. It nice. really, really was. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, that one was recommended to me uh, by several different people. And so I, I'm looking forward to, to seeing that one. I will definitely see that one at some point while I'm on break. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But, um, yeah, we kind of we kind of got off on that um, to say that we definitely want to get Turk on again. Um, and we've got, you know, we've got some 
you know, some other comic book movies coming out that we want to have him on for too. But you know, getting getting his views and opinion on other things as well. I mean, he was huge in you know blogging and tweeting and you know just yeah. He's like all the original stuff. Christian blogger. This guy. Yeah. I don't know if he. I, I don't know if he wants to get back into it, but we probably could get him to. I, I think he really just likes getting on and saying stuff that uh, the most controversial it'll be is pissing off DC fanboys or right. vice versa. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, he, he retired from his uh, the throne of, of Christian blogging slash Twitter presence. And I don't I want to respect that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to try to force him back into the into the game as it were yeah absolutely. Uh, but you know you you and i aren't out here like you know watch blogging watch potting anybody right it's, it's usually pretty tame yeah yeah no but we will definitely have him on uh you know because after got... i edit out all your f-bombs i know right <laughs> oh man um so you know definitely gonna get turk back on um greg is gonna be consistently joining us once a month i am going to be working to get him possibly on twice a month. Um, so oh, oh, oh. I know. Every, just give out his uh, home phone number and tell people to call him. And That's demand right. it. <laughs> uh, dude, that would be, that would be amazing. <laughs> he would kill yeah, me. You'd be under church discipline. <laughs> like pretty quick there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, but of course, you know, um, there, there are some others that we've had on, from the past that I think you would be interested in having on too, like Chris date. Um, do you, do you remember listening to any of our podcasts we did with him? Uh, tell me some topics. I may. So, so the ones that he's most notable for are, um, crap. What's the theological term? Uh, basically, um, <laughs> oh, crap. What's that theological <laughs> term? It's, uh, I, yeah, I, I'm drawing a blank now. This is this is how uh, how rocked my mind has been today. Uh, but he talks about since uh, basically um, hell being um, totally destroyed at the end, so so people will not be annihilationism. Eternally... Yes, thank you. Um, so I do remember that one. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but um, people have actually requested having him back on again um, to talk about annihilationism and. Um, he, he was he was just a really cool guy to have on. I mean, he was, you know, he was um, really chill. And, you know, um, when you hear, you know, I mean, just some of the things that, you know, people um, in the reform community and outside the reform community have, you know, said about him and said to him, like, I, you know, and of course, we only get these short little glimpses. But, I you know, I know every time he's been on the podcast, he's just been more than nice and cordial and um, you know, uh, it's been, it's been great having him on and, and speaking to him. So like to get him back on, um, give you an opportunity to talk to him and, uh, chill with him. And, uh, you know, we just, we have such a backlog of guests, um, Elise Fitzpatrick, which you, um, you kind of did a little bit of research when we did our daredevil, uh, podcast, the, the reform uh-huh. community one. Um, but Elise has been on our podcast several times. And so I'd love to get her back on the podcast as well. Um, talking about, you know, uh, some of the things that she's seeing and facing in the reform community. Um, you know, particularly with all the, um, the me too issues that are coming out with things and, you know, just getting that woman's perspective on here. So, uh, you know, we just definitely have a lineup of great guests we would like to have back on. But I think, as you put it, you know, our our core 
um, is you and I. And so, you know, just keep rocking the ones that we do together and putting those out there. Who was the guy who uh, who came out on the uh, the Breaking Bad one to try and convince uh, either you or Greg? I don't remember that that they needed to take in the the whole scope of Breaking Bad for all of its theological anthropological. So that was uh, complexity. Yeah. So that was uh, so Josh Mitchell was the one who was there for the Breaking Bad. Um, so. You know that would be uh, that would be great. I know he's been watching Better Call Saul, so maybe getting him on with yeah, you to do as have I do. Yeah. I am a Better Call Saul fanatic. Yeah. So I, I'll definitely see if I can hook up with him and get him on here to do uh, Better Call Saul. That would be uh, that would be a great one to do with you. So yeah, absolutely. So we you know we've got some good ones in the works, and we're looking forward to a great 2019 year. Absolutely, and and, and just listen if you have an idea. Get on that thing on our website, fill it out, but we're not definitely going to do it. Right. And if we do it, we might do it a little bit later. Yeah. I say that because sometimes people are like, hey, you didn't do my thing right. yet. How come you didn't do my thing? And we're like, well, that was actually this morning that you suggested it, but right. uh, we're thinking about it. We're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And we and we do. Like, we do try to get to them, but, you know, it, it is. Like, if we've, you know... If, I mean, really, like, we've got our recordings kind of lined up and set. And so, you know, if you're sending us a suggestion, it could be, you know, it could be a couple of weeks. But depending on if we have a, a line of speakers where we've had to coordinate our times and all that stuff, I mean, it, it could be a couple months. So, but, dude, I know that you've got um, you've got to get to your boy and you guys have to go eat literally a boatload of sushi. And so oh, yeah. I am, uh, you know, what, yeah. you know what the name of the restaurant is, Nathan? It's called sushi. All you can eat. <laughs> Dude, why, <laughs> why mess with simplicity? <laughs> right. It's, it's a minimalist Asian aesthetic in, even in naming philosophy. Oh man. Dude, that's great. All right, dude. Well, this has been uh, fun as always. Great recap of the year. Looking forward to a great new year. The next time we will record, it will be 2019. And so, Looking forward to uh, to getting into the new year with you. So uh, until next week, Zach, we just rock the Casbah. These go to 11.